Anything that we do, doesn't matter if it's exercise, activities, fundamentals are always key. And we hear this all the time, you know, focus on fundamentals. And really some of the smallest details, just fundamental concepts of movement, they will translate into higher levels of fitness, performance, and just elevating how you're doing everything. If you do anything on a shaky foundation, you know, eventually it's inevitable that something is gonna break down or it's going to catch up with you later in the future. And a lot of times when I talk about movement, yes, we wanna focus on how we're doing exercise, but I think there are four basic movement components that are so fundamentally important that it'll really translate to all levels of activity, from everyone from beginners to elite level athletes. It's applicable to everybody across the board, all activities, sports. And I really think this is so important that it should be taught in like schools, in PE programs. And I'm going to break that down today. Some basic movement, movement awareness, just kinesthesia so that you know how to control certain parts of your body because that will really help you in all other types of exercise and movements. Welcome to the HNL Movement Podcast, where everything is geared to leveling up your performance in activities, sports, and life. Join me in my professional journey as I share my knowledge and experiences while also learning from professionals, colleagues, clients, and you with one goal in mind, how to optimize human performance. This is the right place to learn how a multi-dimensional approach will sustain the performance and lifestyle you desire. Welcome back everyone to the HNL Movement Podcast. Thank you again for joining me for another week. For any of the new listeners out there, you're in the right place to learn about everything and anything to elevate your performance. If you haven't already, check back all of the previous episodes. There's a lot of great guest interviews, a lot of solo topics too that I cover. And everything is geared again to helping you train better, nutrition habits, just incorporating things that will really help to optimize your performance. For all of the returning listeners, thank you again for joining me for another week. And I've been saying this in the recent episodes, keep checking up, follow my social media at HNO Movement. Check out my YouTube page, you can search for HNO Movement. Starting to put a lot more video content up there. And I'll even get all of these podcast highlights up there and even supplementary videos that illustrate what we're talking about on this audio podcast as well. And for all the listeners out there, I really appreciate your support. Any questions or feedback that you have, please feel free to reach out to me. And if you haven't already, go over to Apple Podcasts, rate, review, subscribe to the podcast. It will really help with the growth of this podcast. So let's get straight into today's episode. It's a solo episode, and I want to talk about some four basic movement concepts that if we always revisit this and make sure that we have control and awareness and we can feel how to control certain areas of our body, that will really help us with anything that we're doing. If you're trying to get stronger, you're trying to move more weight, if you're trying to be more explosive, more powerful, if you're just trying to prevent injuries or be more efficient with your movement and sport, these concepts, I think, are very, very key. And it's something that I constantly revisit with all of the clients I work with, athletes I work with, even for myself. It's finding ways to make sure that this is fundamentally sound again so that you can really do all of the activities and movements that you need to. Now, before I get into these four different movements, and of course, this isn't limited to just these movements, but more often than not, I find that these areas are something that we need to tune up. We need to become a little bit more aware with how we're controlling, how we're moving in these areas and these joints, create more of that 
brain to muscle connection to really again make sure that we're controlling our movement and this can benefit us in ways to maybe alleviate some aches and pains we're feeling maybe get past that plateau in exercise and movement or just looking to improve everything that we're doing on a daily basis whether that's sports or not now i think this is so important again that for beginners i think this is something that you should learn from the beginning when you're starting to exercise more strength train do different types of activities it's something that i think you should be exposed to and practice and for even elite level athletes it's something that i always revisit and usually things start to break down in these four areas that lead to other issues or other problems or hold you back from reaching your true potential. So with that, as I mentioned in the intro, this really translates to everyone across the board. It doesn't matter what training age level you are. It doesn't matter what activity you are. These components of movements are something that applies to all of us. So let's just jump straight into it. There are four things that I'm going to talk about in this episode that I constantly see with a lot of my athletes and clients. So the first area that we want to tune up our movement or make sure that we're actually controlling proper movement is the foot and ankle. And foot and ankle movement, the reason why I group them together is a lot of times they're so synergistic when it comes to movement. If the foot is unstable, your ankle is gonna become stiff, pick up some of that stability. If the ankle is really stiff, usually the foot is just getting weaker and weaker and not doing its job. So as a unit, the foot and ankle, I think getting this movement awareness to actually control how are you contacting with the ground in weight-bearing activities and movements? Are you actually able to control full range of motion? Do you have strength throughout the range of motion? I think this is all key concepts to really incorporate into your training regimen. Now, this could be a whole nother topic, so I'm not going to dive too deep into the foot and ankle. But basically, just make sure that you're using the full range of motion in your ankle and your foot and making sure that you are well grounded when you do exercises. So simple things. Make sure that your feet alignment are set before you start to move more weight. Make sure you're doing exercises that go through the whole ankle range of motion. Are you doing full range calf raises? Are you strengthening anterior tib, you know, the front side to pull your foot up to dorsiflex? Are you strengthening everything that crosses your ankle joint to help you maintain a stable foot? And just continue to integrate this into your bigger lifts. I mean, even things like deadlifts, RDLs, squats, lunges, the foot and ankle plays a significant part. It's how we connect with the ground. So make sure that you have some of that movement control, have some of that awareness to control your ankle and your foot. Because again, this is a crucial component of how we interact with the ground and set up kind of a foundation for our leg muscles, all the muscles up the chain to function well or better. So that's the first thing, foot and ankle movement. Focus on working on that full range, integrating it back into more complex movements, and this will help us to keep some of the strong foundation in our foot and ankle. Now let's move on to the second thing. And this is really more movement awareness. It's understanding how to control pelvic tilt and lumbar flexion extension. Now I'm gonna talk more about anterior posterior pelvic tilt, but this also goes in the lateral plane too, because how your hips and your lumbar spine are positioned in space that really sets up how all of the muscles that attach to your hips, all of the muscles around your hips, even things like your lats, your upper body will function. So we want to make sure that we have good awareness to actually control our pelvic position, specifically limiting too much anterior pelvic tilt 
And along those lines, whenever our pelvis rotates, it's going to affect our lumbar spine. So keeping a neutral lumbar spine. Now, some of the things that we can do to emphasize this is to one, just make sure that we have adequate mobility and control the movement that we have. So even simple things like doing a cat cow pose to just create that movement again, get that awareness. So extending the lumbar spine and make sure that we can flex the lumbar spine, tuck our hips underneath us. That's one thing that we can do to make sure that we have control of this movement. But then with all of our other exercises, especially lower body exercises, make sure that we're controlling our core and our hip position to make sure that we're using the muscles of our hips and our legs, whether that's squatting, deadlifting, doing RDLs, even lateral motions, make sure that our hips and our core is in a nice neutral position that really helps us to use our lower body a little bit more effectively. Now, there are many ways that we can actually teach neutral spine. I'm not going to get too much into that right now, but just understanding, knowing how to rotate your pelvis, posterior, anterior pelvic tilt, making sure that you can control that lumbar position with the muscles around your core, and that will help to translate into all these other movements again. So that's the second one. Now, the third thing, let's move up the body now, is understanding scapular movement or shoulder blade movement and making sure that you can stabilize your shoulder blade because this again sets up a strong foundation for all of our upper extremity movements, our arms to be able to move, our rotator cuff to be able to function. So understanding scapular movement. And this is where it gets a little tricky because scapular movement is not only in one direction. Our scapula can move in many different directions. It can protract and retract you know, moving around our ribs, going forward, pulling back together where we squeeze our shoulder blades together. It can rotate, upwardly rotate, downwardly rotate. So that's coupled when you typically move your arm up overhead, your scapula or your shoulder blade has to upwardly rotate to go with it. And then when you come back down, it has to downwardly rotate. And on top of that, there is some anterior posterior tilt with some of these movements as well. But we want to make sure that we can create a stable shoulder blade because this helps our rotator cuff function, helps the bigger muscles function to move our arm, and helps us to do all of our movements, whether that's pushing, pulling, shoulder pressing, delt raises. All of this relies on having effective shoulder blade stability. So, I mean, things to work on to make sure that we're strengthening some of the scapular stabilizers, strengthening the rhomboids, you know, mid-lower traps, especially making sure that it's imbalanced with our upper trap, making sure that our serratus anterior, you know, this is what helps us to protract our shoulder blades, but also is very crucial in anything that's out in front of us, pushing motions to provide that shoulder blade stability again. So working on some of these movements. Now, if they are working well, you do get adequate work when you're doing all of your upper body exercises and lifts. But if they're not working well, that's where you might have to scale back a little bit and make sure that you target them at the foundational level to provide the solid base again to make sure that it translates over into all these other movements. But that's one area, understanding how to move your shoulder blade and how to generate the stability so that you can do other more complex movements. Now, the fourth point that I want to talk about today is very simple, yet often overlooked. It's simply just understanding how to control your head position. Where is your neck and your head? And are we oftentimes looking down, looking excessively up? 
Is our cervical spine and our neck protracted? Is our head going forward, our chin sticking out? Or are we pulling our head back in line with our body where our ears are over our shoulders? Now, this may not seem like a big deal, but in the big scheme of things, where your head is positioned, posture alignment of your spine, where your head is positioned also affects your shoulder blade, shoulder girdle, function and stability. So we want to make sure that you can do these exercises effectively with your head stacked over the rest of your spine, ears over your shoulder. And even with other types of sports, oftentimes just having control of your head and your vision, that's going to be huge in improving your performance, right? We don't always want to play sports looking down or having our head and neck in a weird position because it does affect things like vision, how we're processing some of the information. So we just want to move as efficiently as possible. So that's the fourth thing is paying attention to head position, understanding where your head is relative to your body and how to control that position. Oftentimes, unless we're working our actual neck, we don't want to have excessive tension in our neck when we're doing lower body exercises, upper body exercises for sure. And we want to just be as efficient in moving as possible. So again, to recap, these are some basic movements that I guarantee if you pay attention to these areas whenever you're doing exercises, that it will make some big improvements into what goals you're trying to reach for and just how you're moving. So to recap, the four areas or points that I talked about today is collectively foot and ankle movement. That's the first one. Understanding how to control that and making sure that you're actually using those muscles and integrating that into full body movements. The second component is understanding lumbar movement and anterior posterior pelvic tilt. They go hand in hand, basically just stabilizing your core. That is huge when it comes to doing any types of exercise, especially doing more full body movements that connect our lower body and our upper body. The third component is scapular or shoulder blade stability and movement, understanding how to stabilize that area and how to control our movements with all of our different upper body exercises. And the fourth point that I touched on is keeping your head in a good position no matter what you're doing and just understanding how to keep your head in that neutral posture, pull that chin back and have your ears directly over your shoulders. And again, like how I mentioned before, I think this is so important that it should often be revisited no matter what sport or level of athlete you are. It's so basic that for anyone beginning and just starting out, I think this is something we should learn in PE from elementary school time all the way up through life because these are some basic areas of movement that I think often get overlooked and neglected. They're very underrated with how much value that they actually provide us whenever we're moving and training in general. So these are some of the ideas from this episode. Work on these, pay attention to these. I will make more YouTube videos covering more of this in depth, showing some of the exercises, some of the things that you want to think about and how to use these parts of your body or these joints in bigger, more complex lifts, and also how to work on them individually so that you can actually strengthen them or make them more mobile so that it will benefit you when you're doing other activities. So be on the lookout for that. Check out my YouTube channel. If you haven't already, just search HNL Movement. Take a look at some of the content that I have up there already, but a lot more are coming down the pipeline. Please feel free to comment, like these posts, subscribe to my channel. It would really mean a lot. I'm still learning this process of YouTube, but this is what I'm going to venture into in the near future. So stay tuned for this. Check it out. Give me any feedback that you have. 
other than that i want to end on that note i hope everyone focuses on these types of movement integrate some of these concepts into your training and really i i hope it benefits you i hope you start to see improvements in whatever you are working on or working towards Again, check out all of the free content out there. Check out me on Instagram at HNL Movement, YouTube we already mentioned, and also my website, hnlmovement.com. On my website, feel free to contact me, check it out. A lot of the podcast episodes are up on there. And you can even download a copy of my free ebook, Essentials to Elevate Your Performance. So check all of that out. I really enjoy doing these episodes and making all of this content for everyone out there. And again, for my podcast, there's new episodes weekly every Tuesday. I hope everyone has a great week ahead of them. Keep working on training, staying healthy, fit, and working on elevating your performance. Until next episode, I will be back here same time, same place next week. Aloha.